0: everybody, real quick, if you have your own New Age to Jesus testimony and you would like to share it on this podcast, help maybe fortify other people's faith in Christ or help bring other people to Christ, please send your New Age to Jesus testimony to spiritanswerspodcast at gmail.com. Um, and it doesn't just have to be New Age to Jesus, it can also be really any supernatural encounter, a near death experience, any uh, uh, miraculous event that help fortify your relationship with Christ or help uh, lead you to Christ. Um, if you want to send me a short written version of that testimony or a video of it, that would be great. Thank you so much. Cannot do this without your help. Enjoy the episode. From using crystals and spirit guides just one year ago to now being one of the most influential New Age to Jesus voices in all the internet, we have the opportunity to speak to one of my favorite Christian influencers in the world. Her name is Taylor, otherwise known as At the Spirit Flesh on TikTok on this week's Spirit Answers Podcast. Well, today I'm really excited to have on Spirit Answers Podcast, Taylor. Uh, You might know her from TikTok from, uh, or her name is at the Spirit Flesh on there. Uh, Taylor, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Yeah,
1: thank you for having me.
0: Of course. Um, So your story is a fascinating one. Um, You encounter spirit guides. uh, You have uh, brushes with ayahuasca, uh, with manifesting Mm -hmm. and uh, other crazy spiritual encounters. But before we get into that, um, I want to start off with your childhood because you are like many of the other people that we have on this program. Your childhood—you uh, had a little bit of a, a background in Christianity, but not really a, a real relationship with Jesus, isn't that right? Right. So go ahead and and uh, get us started on your story.
1: Okay. So yeah, I was raised Catholic. Um, I went to Catholic school from pre-K to fourth grade, and. You know, it's funny when I was really, really little, I remember loving Jesus. Um, I I actually loved him so much. And I had so much faith as like a tiny child. I think I was like three or something. I remember that my nanny would tell me like, you know, Jesus will catch you when you fall. And I remember I was walking at the park and I like literally fell over and like scraped my knee. And I was like, he did not catch me. Like, <laughs> what is this? Um, so, you know, I, I remember loving him very young, but as I grew, I just realized that my parents didn't you know they didn't really have a relationship with Jesus. We never talked about him in the house. we didn't pray before eating like it was not it was not very genuine or very in-depth in my life
0: and uh, so when you're going through, um, these that encounter there I guess like when Jesus didn't catch you when you fell and you're going through like your childhood and the relationship part of it isn't really there is it safe to say then like your understanding of Christianity was like more of like the rule keeping like legalistic understanding
1: Um, yeah you know it's just it felt it felt kind of like spiritually dead to me at the yeah. time like in my Catholic school uh, place I just remember adults being very like hateful Um, I've, I've always been a very creative, expressive person. And I was as a child as well. And I remember I was very fascinated with like the human body and plants and all kinds of things. And I would like draw mermaids with their chest showing and all kinds of things. when I was little and I remember being like condemned by the vice principal because she was collecting my, my drawings and throwing them away. And then she was like, this is disgusting. I just remember being like really hurt by that because I was like, that's Like, that's kind of weird, you know, that a bunch of weird, like, unsavory um, events were happening in that environment. So,
0: Yeah, yeah, I I understand that. Like, for you, uh, there was kind of a turnoff there and a disconnect because uh, many people that you encountered that uh, claimed to be Christian were very, very condemning. And and it sounds like it just felt very constrictive in that environment.
1: Yeah, it did. And also, I just didn't really... I didn't know anything about the actual Bible, you know, we would go to mass and I was so little that a lot of the things were just kind of going over my head. I remember Catholic mass being very monotonous and very like like the hymns and like everything just felt like really old and like not interesting to me at all. I didn't feel anything, so I was not I was not centered there, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. and I would think then that with with that kind of a an uh, an upbringing in Christianity, that would really make alternate types of like spiritualities that much more I would think alluring and seductive oh, yeah. and not just not just uh, alternate types of spiritualities, but I understand i th- I think before you got into different types of spiritualities, um you as you get a little bit older, uh, you started to experiment a little bit with drugs, isn't that right?
1: This is true, yeah. Yeah. T-
0: t- take us through some of that what happened there?
1: Yeah, so I before I go there I do want to touch on the fact that like like the devil has literally been coming for me since I was a kid like. Yeah. I remember being so little and fully believing that I could see fairies, right? And like little spirits and I had a lot of like ghosts in my house. I always felt really haunted in my home. Um and I was very young the first time that I heard like and I would I would say that this is like what is the word I'm looking for? Kind of like a, like a download. I remember being so little and just kind of getting pinged with this information of like all religions are talking about the same God. And I didn't understand how people didn't understand that. I was like, I mean, we're all talking about the same thing. So what is, why are we saying something's right and something's wrong? Um, but yeah, I started experimenting with different organic substances when I was, I think late 15, just about to turn 16, I started smoking marijuana. And I think I was also 16 when I took LSD for the first time. Mm.
0: Yeah. And, and I didn't realize that actually that so you had some spiritual experiences growing up, like with, oh, yeah. with ghosts and stuff like that. That's like really heavy. fascinating. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. And that's interesting too because it makes you think about like a lot of times in Christianity, uh, or a lot of different uh types of Christianity. That that kind of like you don't, you just don't talk about those types of things. And that that <laughs> that kind of makes it a, a more alluring as well. Like, you're like, what is going on here? You know, well, it like, was
1: so you know, school felt dead, but yeah, it, all this actual real stuff was happening to me, and I was like terrified.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And then so you so you started uh, experimenting uh, with with LSD and like marijuana. And mm-hmm. and what I really appreciate appreciate about your testimony as well that you have on TikTok is that you start talking, you 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 bring up the fact that you understood or at least you understand now that this really thins the veil, uh, so to speak, between like the physical and the spiritual. Like you started to understand that this really opened you up a little bit to the spiritual world, to uh, the drug
1: use. 100%. I remember, I remember taking LSD for the first time and I was with two people that I really loved and we were all laying on each other. And I, I remember feeling like, this is, this is so important. Like this, what is happening here and what I'm experiencing is like what human beings are meant to do. We're meant to connect. We're meant to love. We're meant to be uh, unified, you know? So I remember i I just felt like I stumbled upon literally like a gem that we're not supposed to stumble upon.
0: Yeah. I and thought. you started, you started to feel also like there was like a sense of power there, wasn't there?
1: Oh yeah. Well, you know. It's it's so interesting because I was so young. Like now, if I knew a sixteen year old and they told me that they were taking like LSD, I would be like, "What are you doing?" Like stop. But but I, I truly felt like like an ancient like wise man or something. Like I felt so much information come out of nowhere, and it just fully like bursted open my my like crown chakra. Like my whole mind was just filled with like universal knowledge. And I became a channel very quickly after that. And I didn't even know what that was, but I was just, uh, you know, my best friend at the time, she would ask me questions out of nowhere because she was like a deep thinker and my mouth would just open and just true, like knowledge would just pour out and I would have answers to questions that I did not know the answers for. Yeah.
0: Wow. And so at this point, then you you didn't totally understand that you were getting into like uh, deep spiritual truths or anything like that. You just knew that there was something here that was more than than the physical. Like you knew like the things that you were saying were clearly not coming just like from your mind.
1: So I can I mean, I can explain what I what I fully thought that this was because it was it was a little bit more than that. I feel like I. I had realized the truth of almost like this field of information that's behind all of our our bodies and all of our faces and all of these forms. It just felt like there is this like river of knowledge, um, and I thought that I had just opened myself enough to be able to speak from that place. Um, um, yeah.
0: Were you finding then that when you were doing that that um, this was? Kind of helping people at this point, like, because I know eventually you start getting into like uh, ca- reading cards for people yeah. and in uh, those types of activities. Were you doing that yet?
1: Yeah, so I've always had a heart for for people. You know, I've always wanted to be an emotionally safe place for people. I want people to heal. I want people to feel love. So. Yes, this filled me with, like, this kind of, you know, sense of importance of, like, oh, my gosh, like, I've been, like, chosen to receive this information, and I've been chosen to be able to, like, have these abilities, and it felt very special, but I did always want to use that to um, in- empower people, you know, uplift them.
0: So. Um. Yeah, Yeah. so this was all, this was all coming from a, like a genuine concern and desire to help people. 100%. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I want to highlight that because I think it can be like, especially for people that, that are Christians and maybe never, never strayed from that. It Mm -hmm. can be hard to understand that, that a lot of people that get into these alternate spiritualities in the new age, they're, they're coming at it from a space of trying to help people, trying to heal people. And I think about like, like psychics, like there's psychics out there that uh, will try to help. People solve like murder crimes, and sometimes they have you know quote success using these uh, spirit these spiritual means of doing that. So um, I just think it's really important to highlight that, and it's it's so hard to to see through uh you know the the reality of what it is that you're doing when when you have a couple things going on the spiritual world is opening up right before your eyes the awe and wonder of that and also Mm -hmm. the fact that you're helping people and i know eventually like that can that kind of plays into a little bit of uh uh, we start to really appreciate ourselves and there can and we can kind of i know that you mentioned later on like you kind of even felt like you were turning into an idol idol yourself and there's that pride aspect of it that comes with that that's very alluring
1: it feels, you know, with everything that you mentioned, it feels like it's 100% from God. It feels right. like God literally, like, led you there, led these people to you. This is your purpose. Like, I literally thought that this was the rest of my life. I thought I, I thought I was going to be a shaman or something, like, because I just felt this innate healing power that wanted to um, come through me, you know, and yeah so it's very it was very hard for me to detransition out of that because I'm like, God, like my intentions were so good. like, how could this be bad And he's like, you just don't you don't know this one piece that changes the whole puzzle
0: <laughs> like yeah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, that makes a good segue to kind of like, so you, you were having all this success, like doing these types of like channels and, and, yeah. you know, quote helping people. Mm-hmm. And I love what you say in your testimony, which is that you were living like a, a beautiful life on the outside and are surrounded by like, th- like beautiful things going on. Uh, that, or, so it seems that way when you're in the new age, but inside it, it wasn't, it, you weren't all like, uh, there wasn't that peace that you were looking for. Isn't it that right?
1: Yeah, it wasn't sustained. Like uh-huh. the, what I think is so interesting um in the Bible, you know, the fruits. Talk we talk about the fruits. Right. And this is something that like really would go over my head like I and it's very weird. You know, you feel so aligned. You feel so completely sure that everything that you're doing is 100% of God, you're doing your best, you're transforming, you're becoming a, a good person and then I look around and like my relationships are suffering and like I I can't seem to change in this one area of my life like I constantly have like mental torment or like it's just so wild to me how things can appear to be going so beautifully you know and then there's like evil happening literally right next to it. So I remember yeah. being like that's so that's so interesting. And, you know and people chalk it up to like oh this is generational trauma, you know, healing is not linear. Like there's a million excuses as to why the fruits are not consistent with new age and with occultism.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really really well said and um that's a great transition as well you were talking about like the relational part and the relationships maybe were were a little rocky there and I think that when you're messing with these types of things that we now we know that we're not supposed to be messing with like it's mm-hmm. condemned um I think that it opens up certain doorways to um uh, and entities being able to kind of mess with those parts of our lives. And again, it's really hard to see that when you're going through that, but I think that's exactly what's going on because that's really what it all comes down to is that, is the enemy doesn't, he doesn't want us to have uh, it's all about relationship and he doesn't want us to have a, a good relationship with God, obviously. And then with other people, I think that that's, that is his primary uh, target is relationships. And speaking of relationships, I think that we're, uh, we're at that point in your, in your testimony where there is a pretty significant relationship that comes into play here. uh, And uh, I think that you, you had even kind of described this guy as someone that you thought that you could potentially get married to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is, you know, I want to, I want to make a preface statement here that I don't want to like demonize this person. I don't want to condemn this person. Like I truly in my hearts of hearts, like, I, I love them and I hope that they succeed in life. You know, I hope that they find peace and happiness and I'm going to do the same. Um, but yeah, this, this relationship was something that every spirit that I was connected to used to take me on the greatest, like emotional roller coaster of my life and not in a good way. Like literally it destroyed me. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was part of this, do you think, um, well, actually, let me take a step back, real quick. So, yeah. when you, when you started to to date him, though, things things seemed to be going really well, and almost oh, yeah. in a in, in a way that it was like supernaturally well. It, 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 it was wasn't like there?
1: yeah, it was like everything that I had ever dreamed of in secret um, of what I wanted in a partner. At least the way it shows up in the world, he was that. You know, he yeah. literally like even physically, I was like, I dreamed you up, like you. And it was very interesting meeting him, like. We felt super kindred, super familiar. And uh, our first date was like so crazy, uh, just the whole thing. So, but, but spiritually something was off, you know? Mm -hmm. And at the time, um, obviously I hadn't found Jesus yet, but I did feel very connected to God. Or so I thought, you know, I do think that God was with me in a sense. Um, And I did feel right off the bat that like, Spiritually, something was wrong, but everything was so good, and we had so much fun together, and I liked, I liked him so much that I didn't really – I didn't want to pay attention to that, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eventually, um, in this relationship, you're led to, to believe, like through your spirit guides, this person was a twin flame. And so can you kind of you don't have to go like into like incredible detail, but can you kind of explain yeah. to us like what what they said and and like what that is like that twin twin flame concept?
1: Of course, this is so important. Um, and I do want to preface that like, so I think that this was 100 percent God. I think that God tried to save me from this whole mess.
0: <laughs> yeah. um,
1: I, you know, I used to come out here actually I'm here at my lake house right now um I used to come out to my lake house by myself and I would take mushrooms and I would just I would get into my zone and I would meditate I would channel I would communicate with spirits I would communicate with God and try and understand what to do next and like move in that um and I came out and it was clear as day you know God was like you need to break up with you need to break up with him Hmm. and I was like really like Are you sure? Like things are so things are nice, you know, things are so good. And he's like, No, you need to, you need to break up with him. I remember swimming out into my lake and like floating on my back and just feeling like this is okay. It's okay that I do this. Like, I'm gonna be okay. You know, he's been so sweet to me, he's been so good to me, but like this is just spiritually not right. Something's wrong here. Um even though it looks so good. And I remember there was a giant rainbow in the sky, but it was upside down, and it looked like a smile, like it looked like it was smiling at me, and I was like, Whoa, like
0: Wow. God,
1: you want me to? You want me to do this? Like I'm gonna move forward doing this, but as soon as I broke up with him, as soon as I broke up with him, it felt like ev- like it something switched in the spirit realm. Like it felt like every spiritual power had connected to me, and then the story flipped, and it was like you need to be back with him. You need to fix things. You need to re- reconcile. And uh, these spirits were telling me that he was my twin flame. So um, I was consistently taking plant medicine, right? I was taking mushrooms, um, out here by my, by myself at the lake, just going into nature. And I started having the most visceral spiritual experience that I've ever had in my life. And all of these entities, they were like showing me visions of me and him as, as one being like, there's this whole story of like, we came from like one, like spiritual egg, basically the twin flame idea is that that is the other half of your soul. And so you're in this like runner chaser dynamic, where one of them is always running, one of them is always chasing. And it's like this karmic uh, learning process where you're trying to come into wholeness with yourself. um, And in a sense, unity with God as well. So the twin flame dynamic is, it is cat, it's so much popular right now, it's catching so much traction, Um, that's why I even speak about it because I realize how dangerous this mentality can be and how dangerous, um, chasing anything, (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. anything
1: can be like that.
0: Yeah. I appreciate you explaining that. And I, and I, and I think there's a, there's like a a couple of components to that. One is that it's already really, really hard to, to be in a relationship with somebody, an intimate relationship with somebody and to lose that person in any kind of way in a breakup or what, you know, divorce, whatever. Uh, but then you throw the spiritual component on top of that. And, uh, (laughs) that is, that's excruciating. And I think that's what it feels like. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's really painful. And you, I really think that those worlds are, are very much connected. I, I think that the, the, romantic relationship. I think any relationship, but especially romantic relationships and the oh, spiritual yeah. are very connected. And then when you start when you start uh inserting, you know, like you're you're doing channeling on top of that. And then and then we find and then in your testimony you share sure that this person was was worshipping um the it wasn't it the goddess of death. Isn't that right?
1: Yeah. So he uh yeah. yeah. And you know, it's interesting because at the beginning of our relationship, he kind of talked about it a little bit and I wanted to be interested in what he was interested in, you know, cause I liked mm-hmm. it. So I, so he was like, yeah, you know, like I like, I like something with And I was like, Oh, like I've never heard of that. So I'll look into it. And I did research and I remember him being like, Oh my God, like that's so cool that you look that, into that, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's actually, he's more connected to that than I realized. Like that's, that's wow. really something that he like looks to and something where they is not to be messed with. Um, I do want to kind of touch on what you just said as well with like the whole like connecting thing Um, that is intentional, you know, the spirits that want you to come together with a certain person and be like, that's your twin flame. They intentionally go into all of these different realms, just so deep, like literally like the deepest (laughs) into Mm -hmm. the spirit that a human being can like perceive. And they connect you all of those places. So that way that soul tie is near unbreakable.
0: Cause you are connected
1: in every life. You are connected in every reality, every experience. Like you literally think that you and that person were one at the beginning of creation. You think that like divine masculine, divine feminine, like you think that that is your purpose to be with that person and to find out the right way to love them and to love yourself and like to be a powerhouse for the world.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that, that, demonic whole, <laughs> when you think uh, about it. Like. For sure. And also like just that idea of like that power uh coming back, like Satan promising you that seductive like power element. I just like just like in the beginning when it all started in the in the garden, garden, uh garden of Eden. Yeah. So um uh I really really appreciate that you shared that. And it's interesting that w- what happens next is that I know uh, from what I understand. You do not um, get back together with him, but there you you're still kind of going along like this alternate spiritual path, and it starts to overlap with another part of your life, which is uh, the music part. So, can you kind of tell us a little bit about how how music and your spirituality overlapped?
1: Yeah, so it started with art. You know, I started drawing in high school, um, and I was already experimenting with LSD and stuff at the time. So, I was just very expressive. And I just remember zoning out while I would make art and art would just come through me so easily. And it would draw people in just instantly. Everyone was so fascinated with everything I would do. um, And that translated into music as well. So I would I would slip into these spaces. I would willingly open my vessel to be a channel for divine spirits divine knowledge to pass through me so that way I can make medicine music and people could hear it and you know their cells would be healed their you know their frequency would be healed their souls would be healed uh emotions would come forward and that happened like all the time like the first song that I produced with my music group I remember my my partner at the time my music partner he played it for this guy and he had a full kundalini awakening when he listened to my song and like had like a like he was like shaking and like which is not good. It's
0: <laughs> not yeah, good. Yeah. But uh, still yeah. incredible, nonetheless, that that, that, yeah. that is even real. I, I mean, that's it's, crazy.
1: It's literally so real. Like, yeah.
0: yeah. I also want to say too, like when it comes to your art, cause you, um, Taylor shows, uh, there's, there's at least one video that, that I saw where you showed some of that art uh, and eventually you, you would paint over that because, uh, you, you would find out that it's obviously not a, a good thing. This like light language that the, your spirit guide told you about. And it's just really interesting to me, like looking at that now, like from a Christian perspective, because it reminds me of so much of like, of the, of what the enemy offers. It's there's like an alluring spirit part of it to me like as I look of at it course. now there's an alluring part of it but it but it, it's almost like I can look at it as like oh something just seems like just doesn't sit right with me so it's, it's like it's uh, weird it's like it's, it's just
1: yes yes yeah. I um sorry continue <laughs>
0: oh sorry. no I was I was just gonna say it just re- just kind of echo what I was saying before it just reminds me of a lot of other uh, of uh Satan's other lies which is like there's that little like tempting part that is like so beautiful and like so seductive but it's yeah. there's something off there at the end of it
1: yes so I do want to touch on this because this is super crazy. I I think it was just like a couple weeks after I had been saved and I was just deep in my Bible, you know, I was like, God, show me the truth. Like, oh my gosh, like, please, please reveal this to me. And I had a dream one night and uh, I saw Lucifer in my dream and he was just this giant being um, and he was beautiful like literally so handsome just just kind of glowing you know and he was just massive i i knew in the dream that i was his daughter right and i was like but i was scared of him and i like i would he took care of me because he did you know i didn't mm-hmm. realize that i was working for him but i was and he took very good care of me in you know, always monetarily with all of my resources anything i wanted i would get it every single time um And I felt that same energy coming off of him in my dream. It was this magnetic, just electrifying energy. And I wanted to love him. You know, I wanted to love him. And I knew inherently though, that he was evil at his core. He could literally kill me at any moment he wanted. If I didn't do what he wanted, he would take me out instantly. So I was just standing before him and I recognized that, that radiation coming off of him. So, It was so weird because i knew that he couldn't hear my thoughts either he was only watching what i would do so in my secret place i was i was praying to god (laughs) and Mm. i could feel that he was far away and i was like i know i'm here right now but i'm yours
0: wow yeah so it's just like that
1: my art and music and everything like it's intentionally colorful beautiful hypnotic mesmerizing to pull you in. And there is just in the spirit, there is just infinite doorways and infinite gateways that you can get sucked into. And it's distraction, you know, like, yes, there's, there's so much in the spirit. And I'm sure, you know, if we're alive in Christ, like we're going to literally be alive forever in the spirit, we will be experiencing the realms far beyond now, right now is not our time for that right now is our time to be on earth, to help people on earth, to love people on earth. And it's so easy to be intrigued and be like, oh, I want to go over here. But you're never looking at Christ and who he really was while you're doing that. You're looking at yourself, you know? And yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Beautifully said. And, and wow, what an incredible dream. And um, I wanted to just real quick tie back to the music real quick, because I you, you had mentioned that um, you had witnessed like this Kundalini uh, healing effect take place with that music. Do you think that, is this something that you think is, is across like a lot of music out there in in the world today? Like, w- like music that we might hear on the radio right now, or do you think this is like pretty like, uh, confined to just certain artists out there like this type of like, uh, uh, spiritual overlap with, with music and how it's created?
1: I, okay, so I fully believe that there is like Luciferian doctrine everywhere in this world. That's become Mm -hmm. very clear to me. There is spiritual reality behind all of the music that you listen to, you know, whether that's to put you into like a trance, whether that's to put you into this this hypnotic state and then kind of like put weird subliminals in your mind about like negativity or like just ways of being that do not reflect God's character whatsoever. Um, But there's so many so many artists on the verge right now who are mixing intentional spirituality with their music for that purpose. Like everything I did was so intentional down to the minute detail. Like I wanted people to spiritually awaken. I wanted to raise vibration. I wanted to raise awareness. Um, and you know, with everything going on right now, I'm sure you can tell like all of, most of TikTok is like, it's witch talk, you know, like people, yeah. people are on their crystals, on their tarot, on their channeling, on their age of Aquarius. Like it is, it's so popular right now. And everyone is like, oh, the consciousness is about to rise. Everything's about to change. We're about to change to a new society. And I'm like, no, I'm like, yeah. it's crazy. Cause in the new age, they do talk about the new world and then the new world order, which is like not good same thing, bro. Same thing. And I'm just like, uh Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> not good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So again, that ele- there's a little bit of truth mixed in with lies, yeah, right? Yeah. That's, that's really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, so in your story, then uh, I, I think that we're kind of at that point now where, um, after the, the relationship ends from what I understand, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Is this about the point then when you impulse buy the Bible or am I missing something before that?
1: So, my relationship with my with my twin flame, right, lasted for almost three years, two and a half. Mm-hmm. We weren't dating the whole time, but we did stay connected, and that's why that it was so tumultuous and crazy yeah. for such a long time. But um, yeah, I, you know, I was getting to a breaking point of just like feeling super neglected and feeling really tired, like so brutally spiritually tired of just like. I, this, I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. Like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, you know? And I want so deeply to talk and connect and make things work and to, to meet him there in that special place that I had culminated in my heart for him. But I was just crying all the time. And I was just like experiencing a deep, deep loss. Um, and it was so weird, you know, when I would cry for him, I would just cry from the deepest place and, uh, I did I did end up impulse buying a bible and um as I was crying and having this like emotional movement on my bed I didn't realize but it had been delivered outside. <laughs> so, you know, I I got up and I went to go get it and I forget if I I forget if I like started reading like just a little bit. Like I'm not exactly sure. It's kind of it's a little bit blurry now. Mm-hmm. But Basically, immediately, I was just overwhelmed with the presence of of Jesus himself wow. in my bedroom. And it was literally like I got shocked with a bolt of lightning. And wow. uh, he revealed the truth to me. Like, basically, everything I'm talking about now, he showed me in, like, literally under a second. Like, it was just, he gave it to me. And he was like, this is the truth. Like, this is how it is. Like, read my word. Read my Bible. Yes. But you... Everything that I had known previously about New Age, about my twin flame, about all of this, it was like it literally was turned upside down. He's like, this is how it really is. Wow. <laughs> so I was pretty overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. No kidding. So that had to have been very, very conflicting. On one hand, you had the spirit of God and like Jesus there, uh, an intense love, I'm sure, and like feeling a peace that you never uh, had before. But on the other hand, your, your whole world has flipped upside down. And that is very, I mean. That is incredibly painful to say the least, especially in one second.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I can't even, I can't even really describe to you what that, what that's like and what it still has been like, you know, to like Mm -hmm. my, my whole being, my whole existence was completely integrated with this way of thinking, this way of being like, um, so to have that flipped so quickly in the moment, I was totally fine with it because I felt this warm golden light, just like completely overwhelmed my room. And I felt him hug me. And just like, I was so wrapped up in him. Um I knew it was Jesus. And I just heard so clearly in my, in my being, like, you have been missing me the whole time. You do not miss him. Because the reality of, you know, what has, what had been going on with me and this man, like, there was no reason for me to be feeling like that. You know, mm-hmm. like, we weren't we weren't together. You know, we, we weren't married and a bunch of past lives. We didn't have a baby. Like there was no, none of these connections that all these spirits were like showing me and like imprinting in me. Um, but I had been missing God. I'd been missing the true presence of God in my heart. And so I just cried for like literally hours going back and forth and like talking to him and reading the word. But I knew instantly that I had to give my life to him, which is never something that I thought would happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. um and if part of this too kind of comes back i think you had uh mentioned in your testimony that you you didn't have the the closest relationship with your dad and so it sounds like the enemy was able to take advantage of that and through that uh you kind of you kind of start to look for that love in relationships and spe- specifically like this relationship this so this so spiritually charged relationship and you thought you found it but then when this kind of the scales were, 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 removed from your eyes where you were able to see that this is, is that exactly what the Bible talks about when it talks about like having, having idols. And I, I really yes. appreciate that you mentioned that in your testimony because you, it wasn't just the relationship that had become an idol, but you, you soon realized that you had a lot of idols in your life. And these were, these were, um, really like taking the place of, of God and you 100%. didn't realize it at the time.
1: Yeah, it's actually, it's so funny. I think back And there's, there's like a few times I can count on my hand, like at least five times where Jesus specifically intervened in my life way before I was saved. I used to have a couple, like I, there was two times where I had intense demonic dreams. Um, and both times, I don't know why, but I called out to Jesus in the, in my dream and they just disintegrated, like instantly. This was years before I was saved. And, um, also I was drawing a picture of my twin flame one time and, I showed my friend's aunt, and she was like, "Is that Jesus?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, like it's not supposed to be, but like I guess it does kind of look like Jesus." And it was mm. just so funny how he kept kept showing up, you know, but so gentle, and how mm. it co- totally went over my head. I'm like, he literally saved me several times in these dreams, and I was just like, "Oh, that was nice of him." Like,
0: <laughs> continue yeah, on. yeah, you know, that is so cool. Back. Yeah. It, it it just makes you think too, like uh, like after you're saved, I think it, it it can be so easy to overlook like the little things that God does for us on a daily basis because I think He does interact with us. It's just a matter of taking the time to look and see and uh, to have that gratitude for those special moments. Um, th- th- those are really powerful. I think that they really sh- they really help solidify this whole relation thing, this relationship thing that we have with our Creator. Um, He's given he, us everything. Yeah, every
1: single thing we could ever want it's it's been given to us i was i was just praying about this last night under the stars out here like like i was apologizing to god because i'm like you know i've been so focused i've been so like focused in work and all these things and i have this fear for the world right now and like there's like so much going on you know but Mm -hmm. i was just sitting under the stars and i was like you you've given us everything and i don't know what tomorrow brings you know i don't know what the future brings i feel a lot of stuff going on right now in the spirit realm like but I know that you give us moments like this to just be mm-hmm. with you and to be with the ones we love, and I don't think you enough.
0: So thank yeah. you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Those those moments that we kind of uh, take for granted before we develop that relationship, all of a sudden turn into these these miraculous gifts that we can appreciate on a whole nother, whole nother level. You, you're um, so. I mean, already like you, you have a really fascinating testimony, but there's, there's one other part here, uh, that kind of is like the, the bookend of your encounter with your spirit guides. And it was a really memorable one. So can you kind of tell us then like what happened there with the spirit guides, um, at at, kind of like, this is how your final, uh, moment with new age, uh, (laughs) kind of, kind of concludes.
1: Yeah, this was, this was actually so crazy to me that I, it's so funny to think how, you know, Satan is not an equal to God, obviously, like he Mm -hmm. is on a leash, like God lets him do what he's going to do for a certain amount of time. And then he's like, time's up. Like in an instant, Satan can be destroyed. Like, this is the truth and everything that the
0: Hey there
1: super weird
0: yes I literally you,
1: was just about to talk about the enemy and then this
0: cut <laughs> yeah that's crazy I was I was wondering if like your your <laughs> yeah. phone lost service or something no, like that it literally it literally didn't everything's perfectly huh. fine wow. okay so okay. that that
1: proves my point further yeah that everything that satan does glorifies god and he he hates it he hates it he tries to like go against god he tries to confuse his children he tries so hard to do the thing that god hates and god uses every single thing he does to glorify him and satan does not understand how he can do it (laughs) oh my gosh so okay so this was like i pretty instantly knew that i had to get rid of all my crystals right um Mm -hmm. It was interesting because I kind of stopped messing with them like a year prior, but I had such a big collection. They were very expensive, beautiful stones, <laughs> but God was like, baby, you need to get rid of those. So I was like, I don't want to. Like he told me this one specific day, you need to go, go take them. If you don't want to throw them away, that's fine. Go throw them in the lake. They belong to the earth, give them back to the earth, but you cannot have them anymore because memories, spirits, so many things attached to them. I put it off and then I, I'm in Texas. I ended up being stuck in an ice storm for the next week with them in my room, and I couldn't get them out. Wow. <laughs> so I should have listened, you know. But as mm-hmm. soon as the ice thawed, I I ran. I like packed all my crystals up, got in my car, um, and I was started. I started driving down to this place called Barton Springs because I live in Austin, mm-hmm. and I was just ready to put all the crystals back into the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mind you my car was fine running fine had just gotten a new battery it's never broken down ever like it was things were fine and I am driving through Austin and I'm going under this underpass or this overpass and I just look at the walls and they're just covered with new age art chakras channeling snakes all these quotes that like it was fully occultic and I was like god like my eyes had been opened at that at that point so I was like this is not good, like Austin is a hub for these spirits and everyone is, I saw everyone being played like puppets, you know, and like, they do it in the name of, oh, it's fun, it's love, it's expression, it's this. And I'm like, you guys don't understand. Like, I thought the same thing, you know, but this is dangerous. And so I'm going under this overpass and I'm just kind of feeling this overwhelm start to take me like this energy static. And I start hearing my spirit guides in my ears cursing me out, yelling at me being like, if you're not going to be here, if you're not going to do what we want you to do, if you're not going to put our doctrine out there, then just get out of Austin. We don't want you here. Just leave. You're worthless. We don't need you here. Like just completely attacking me. And I was shocked. I was like, what is, what is happening right now? So it gets to a peak and my car dies in the middle of traffic. And I'm, I'm 200 feet before the water. So they did not want me to get rid of these crystals and I I was like you just told on yourself. <laughs> I'm like if I had any doubt previously that this was the right thing to do like you just tried to stop me I get it but like I'm going to do it more now. So I break down in the middle of traffic. It's rush hour. So I call AAA, you know, I put my flashers on and I'm filled with the Holy spirit. I'm like, bye, like, don't care. Like I get my, you know, I take all my belongings that are valuable out of my car and I walk to this bridge, <laughs> leave my car in traffic while, tra- while triple on the way. And I just chuck all of those crystals into the lake. And I'm like, you tried, but no, no ma'am.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Like, yeah.
0: That is that is so incredible, yeah. um, and it just reminds me too of like Satan. I, I think that's he obviously pride is his downfall, and, he, and that continues to this day. He's always yes. overplaying his hand, yes. always overplaying his hand. He's yes. always taking it a few steps too far, and so uh, that uh, that's a perfect example of that. And that's <sighs> kind of like the whole like, one of the parts of, like one of the big aspects of this podcast is that I want to be able to then show those things, those mistakes that he has where he overplays and oversteps his, his yeah. boundaries and turn that against him to show that what, you know, what he's doing. If he's going to, yeah. if he's going to do that, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure to shine the spotlight on it. That's right. Uh, That's right. <laughs> so, so at, at that point, then, um, you, I, I, I also, I appreciate at the end of your testimony, uh, you talked about how, when you became a Christian, you lost a lot of things. You lost friends, A worldview, a band, and ultimately a way of life. However, this was ironically also the first time in your life where you you found a sense of peace that you had been looking for your whole life. And so can you kind of explain how that works?
1: Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. I remember this one distinct breakdown at the very beginning of my my new relationship with Christ, I remember just feeling this trauma arise in me and I was just crying to the Lord, like God, I just need you to be true. Like I, I just was, I've been so traumatized seeking truth for so long and never fully being able to hold truth. So I was like, I finally have like, please don't, don't ever take this from me. Like it was so weird. You know, I'm like, I'm, I've been so used to being without, without him that now I'm like, never leave me you know yeah um so yeah i definitely it was really hard at first because like i mentioned to you earlier like the community that I had, they are some of the most loving people I've ever met in my life. You know, their intentions are so good. They're beautiful people. They want to make art. They want to love, they want to express, they want to do, but the fact that they like so many spirits are involved and they're channeling specific entities from like ancient Egypt that God literally condemned and like put down intentionally. I cannot, I could not be a part of that anymore. They're teaching magic to children as well. And mm-hmm. I was a part of that. And I had to repent to that, you know, mm-hmm. um, to God, but So I had to let them know, like, you know, I love you guys so much, but this music is not of God. And I thought it was, but it's not. I will not partake in it anymore. I will not teach children about magic. I will not do that. I had to, I had to come out and say that, you know, and Mm -hmm. my music partner at the time was like, well, you know, Taylor, like, I'm so sorry you feel that way. But like, it is from God and I'll be here when you're ready and i was like mm. i'm not coming back babe <laughs> like i'm mm-hmm. not coming back like mm-hmm. so yeah i lost my band um, you know i still love these people i would still consider them my friends but i can't spend that much time with them anymore consistently because we are, we're we we're living on another different sides of the world you know i will always love them in my heart and i love to catch up every now and then but we're speaking different languages now and right. you know and the last time i had a, a girlfriend of mine from that community come into my house, she started manifesting and she didn't even realize she was doing it. Like she started maniacally cackling in my space because mm. of the Holy Spirit and just like, it's a little too much, you know? So mm-hmm. got really lonely for a little while, um, you know, in the friend area and definitely my whole way of life shifted, but I knew that I had Jesus and it didn't even matter if certain things in the Bible confused me, cause they, they do sometimes, you know, I get to certain things and I guess, emotionally triggered or I'm offended or whatever it is. And like every time the enemy wants to use those things to discount God to be like, Oh, it's not real. You know, God's not real or like, it's not truth. But every single time I'm kind of confused about something or I'm kind of feeling a little nervous or uneasy about something that's being revealed to me through the word of God, God is like, baby, keep your eyes on Jesus. Everything makes sense when you keep your eyes on Jesus. I didn't say have your eyes on my word. Like consistently all the time, like. But I just keep your eyes on him. Like Mm. he is what he is. What is important. Um. So that's been so helpful for me because it doesn't matter if you know this hasn't happened, (laughs) but it doesn't matter if the church hurts me. It doesn't matter if the Bible, in certain ways, you know, hurts me because of my own emotions or whatever. Like I will never leave Jesus. I will never leave him.
0: Mm. Yeah. Wow. Beautifully said. So, um. And this kind of leads us into what you are doing today um should i preface this uh conversation conversation with you right now just as uh you are uh on tiktok uh known by the title the spirit flesh so and i I kind of asked you a little bit about this before we started talking but can you kind of take us through uh, just a little bit of how you feel like the the experiences that you had in the new age and now the Holy Spirit working with you has kind of combined uh to help you uh, have this success on that platform and be able to help so many people and help glorify God in the process. Like how has that all the all of your knowledge and, and uh this relationship kind of come together?
1: Yeah. It's kind of it's crazy because it still doesn't really feel real, you know. I know yeah. I'm not like a like a big influence or anything, like it's like 32,000 now or something mm-hmm. like that but i've never had near that number of people wanting to watch or he- listen to what i have to say um so it's been really one unexpected because the first tiktok i ever posted about god went viral you know oh. it went it went semi viral so that's when all that traffic to my page started coming um it's been really amazing really beautiful you know i've gone through a couple hard moments since i've been saved because it's just been really hard to like get rid of all that spiritual residue i recently got rid of all of my art i've like literally ever made like and mm. that's that was something i never thought i would do but just yeah. doors on doors open in my home you know and god's like baby girl like you got to get rid of it um so being able to to go through those times and you know maybe I'm not posting on TikTok for like a couple weeks or whatever and there's so much support and so much love coming through and just people consistently being like Taylor like your story has helped me so much to find Jesus to find God and like the enemy wants to discount that in my mind and be like you're not important your story doesn't mean anything like you're making it up like just he's attacking me all the time because I'd be spitting facts about him you know
0: yeah yeah
1: but I'm so happy that that he has not taken me down yet, you know, and he won't Mm -hmm. because God has me. And I'm so grateful to be able to just encourage everyone to like, I'm not going to sit here and try and convert you through the screen. Like that is not my intention. My intention is to let you know that Jesus is alive. He's real. He loves you. And if you give him this much room to just experience him, to learn anything about him, like you will know, you will know. Mm And that speaks for itself, you know, no one can convince you of anything, but I'm so happy to be another, another heart and another face that gets to proclaim his truth.
0: Mm. How how cool, how how absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and put that up on the screen real quick, uh, where people can find you. Once again, it's on TikTok at the spirit flesh, Um, really easy to find. Uh, Can you kind of also, I guess, uh, just give us a, a real brief. Glimpse, I guess, for maybe people that aren't familiar uh, with you, what they can expect to find there. Obviously, your testimonies on there. Yeah. What are some of the what's some of the other content that you have on your TikTok?
1: So obviously, it's a lot of um, exposing the New Age and the occult mm-hmm. for the truths that are hiding underneath. Um, definitely encouragement, encouragement to seek Jesus and to seek His love. Uh, definitely some funny Christian content because I do enjoy a good meme and I'm, I'm so grateful that the Christian community has a good sense of humor and like still I'm, I have so many Jesus memes saved in my phone these days and I'm just like, yes, like this is so good. Um, so yeah, there's, I would say that's, I would say that's about it. Maybe some singing here and there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a really, there's a really awesome spectrum of content there. Uh, and Taylor is very, very, uh, knowledgeable in the word of God. It's absolutely incredible. Um, I was mentioning to this before, like how spirit led she is, um, just considering that she was, I I believe still like in the new age, even at this time a year ago. And, uh, I, I just, you can really see the the Holy Spirit working through her, through her content. And it's just absolutely, absolutely incredible to see that. And, uh, uh, I, you know, I've, I've really enjoyed the content that I've seen so far and I'm really excited to see how it how God and you know the Holy Spirit continue to work through you to glorify Him and, and continue to plant seeds in people's lives because that's a great, great platform. It's a it's a it very really hard is. platform, but it's a great platform because yeah. there's a lot of people on that platform that might not uh, ever uh, find this information um, if if they're not on TikTok. And uh, uh, it talks about in the Bible how. Um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to butcher this, but the, essentially it talks about how, like, there's a lot of harvesting that, that can be done out there, but there's very few, uh, people that are willing to do the harvesting and TikTok is a perfect example of that. Um, mm-hmm. there's just not a, it, 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 there's not a ton of like Christian content down there. So when someone does it as well as you do, it stands out and, uh, you're just doing a great job of, of, uh, working for the kingdom and it's been awesome to see. So, Thanks uh, so I much will, for that. yeah, I th- continue I to think pray for you.
1: I think, thank you. I think it's really cool because one of the first things that the Holy spirit told me was like that, you know, there, I think that there is quite a bit of Christian content on there and I'm so grateful for that. There's such a variety, but something Mm -hmm. that he, he told me was you have the language that these people understand. Like I know just the absolute extent of what they believe of the truth that they think that they have. Like I get it. I do. And I fully empathize and I love them. I love them, you know, and I want the best for them. Um, And I I think it's really powerful for me to know their language and genuinely have serious love for these people and be talking about Jesus. You know, Mm -hmm. even people in my real life are like, what is happening to you? But like, even if they don't believe me or like understand, like they hear me, they hear the seed and it's like, God does the rest, but I'm just glad I get to, to, you know, be there to drop a little, drop a little Jesus (laughs)
0: <laughs> right. right. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a way that only Taylor can deliver this message that maybe somebody that hasn't been like a Christian that hasn't been involved in the new age or has been pre like a Christian, a Christian pastor that's been preaching for the last 30 years, but never had the same experiences that you've had. There's a way that only you can deliver it. Um, that I think is really, really powerful and resonates with people.
1: God is so intentional with that. And I see so many people coming from different walks of life, especially new age and the occult right now, because it's not, you know, I've seen a couple of people in my comments. They're like, this is a trend. Like you're only doing this because it's a trend. And it's like, no, like God is so intentional with this. He, he wants people that you, you know, you previously looked up to, you loved, you trusted so much. God reaches them, reaches their heart, changes everything. And now says, what do you do with that? What do you do with that now when I place this person that you loved back in your life and they are proclaiming Jesus as truth? It's instant. You need to question yourself. It's instant. You know, mm-hmm. it's undeniable. Um, mm-hmm. and it's just so awesome how, you know, I I also am probably gonna butcher this, but like it, <laughs> you know, it says in the Bible that like there is, there's no excuse, like, there's no excuse to say that you didn't hear, that you didn't know, because mm-hmm. everywhere, you know, creation sings with the existence of God. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is there, like he is. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, 100%, 100%. I can't believe that I used to look out at this world and, and, and deny that there was a creator. And, and you can look at right. it. It's very obvious that there's a design to it. Um, oh,
1: it's, it's profound. It's yeah. profound. How incredible. And that's the thing that's crazy with New Age is like, they are definitely trying to get at that. You know, they they mm-hmm. they see the pattern, they see the divinity in everything. And it is like, yes, the like the pattern of life god's god's weaving skills are like top-notch dude like we will never be able to compare anything we create with just the perfection of creation but when you ah being vague in the spirit realm is so dangerous you know Mm -hmm. and when you just say you know god or creator or whatever like you need to know that abba father like heavenly father like that is who he is and jesus Mm -hmm. is who he says he is he is the son of god like the, the true God is revealed in Christ. And like, that is just so obvious to me at this point, you know? So it's so cool.
0: It is. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And, uh, I think you're also a perfect example of people that, Uh, you know, I'm sure that there's people listening to this right now that are concerned for loved ones or 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 friends. And they're like, you know, I just I I, I cannot see any plausible way that this person can ever find the truth. Well, I think you're a a perfect example that, uh, you know, as long as you're still breathing and, uh, you know, you have any uh, just maybe just a mustard seed of desire of wanting to know the truth. There's always a way and God, God will never force himself on us. But Uh, As soon as you're ready, as soon as you're ready to commit or, or, or at least try out that relationship with him, he'll, he'll be right there for you. So he's uh,
1: running to you. Like as soon as you turn your face, like it was so crazy to me how instant and how like excited it felt like God was to finally reach me, you know, like he wants he wants you he wants to love you he wants to know you he wants to connect with you and like he already knows you you know that's the funny part it's like he knows everything about you but he just wants you to be a part of it like
0: yeah yeah really well said i mean this this guy he created creating how do you how do you create creating (laughs) literally that's crazy (laughs) so uh well taylor i cannot Thank you enough for taking the time to join us today and uh, sharing your testimony and insights with us. It's it's been uh, an absolute pleasure, and uh, I I really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This was really nice.
0: Yeah, of, of course. Well, that's it for the episode this week, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to remind you of our Facebook group, Spirit Answers, where you can interact with many of our guests, get a sneak peek of next week's episode, and get a lot of really good supernatural content. And uh, a lot of the content shows how the supernatural interacts with God's Word. Also, uh, if you are somebody that might be looking into this God thing, maybe still kind of on the fence to see if God is real, kind of still searching for your own answers, I would ask for you to keep this podcast as a resource. I would ask for you to check out Taylor's TikTok, um, at the Spirit Flesh again on TikTok, Um, a great resource over there, and I would also just say to um, do something that I ask nearly every episode, which is to ask God to reveal himself to you in a personal way. Um, and I would ask for you to do this over a period of time and to not give up. I guarantee you that if you're truly searching for answers, truly searching for truth, that God will reveal himself to you. Also, uh, if you are so led, there is a donate button down in the description below. Uh, if you would like to donate any amount to the podcast that helps keeps, keep us going, this podcast takes a ton of time to create. Um, so I really appreciate that. And of course, I really appreciate anything that you do to support us just watching Um, if you could also please just share this episode, if you found it to be, uh, informative or entertaining, or hopefully a combination, if you could share it with one person that really helps us, we don't have the big marketing budgets that many other podcasts have. I really, really appreciate everything that you do to support the podcast and help get truth out there to the world, a world that really, really needs it. I think now more than, than ever, at least in recent history. Um, So that is the show, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. I really, really appreciate everything that you do, and I will be praying for you, and I hope you have a fantastic week. Take care. See you next week. Bye.